I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. We've got a pattern change going on in the lower 48 with warmer air pushing northward. Some problems developing in the west at the early part of the period and then could have some problems along the eastern seaboard as we get towards the weekend. This is Weather Insider for Tuesday, November 19th, brought to you by Quip. One of the first electric toothbrushes accepted by the American Dental Association, Quip has a built-in two-minute timer that pulses every 30 seconds to remind you to switch sides. It also has sonic vibrations for healthier gums and multi-use cover for brushing on the go. Go to GetQuip at Quip.com weather. Well, my friend Bernie Reno joining me, Dean DeVore here in the worldwide headquarters of AccuWeather.com. And after coming off some of those bitterly cold temperatures last week, we're starting to see that pattern of warmer air trying to push at that going from the yeah. south, but it's creating some problems in this pattern change. It is, and that means we're going to typically, when you have warm air advancing, that means eventually there's going to be some rain because that means you have a storm that's advancing the warm weather to the north and east, and that's what we're going to see over the next couple of days. Really quickly, Dean, yeah. um, our um, reporter extra nor uh, what's the extraordinaire extra <laughs> neither of us can talk uh, here on a tuesday jonathan petromala yes. reporting he's extraordinary from uh the other banks north carolina mm-hmm. tremendous damage uh down in the other banks not so much a uh, damage from wind with buildings but sand sand All of and the overwash were right destroyed yeah and this started in, in dorian banks. right yeah. like so it's really kind of taking what things had been kind of set uh, in motion in Dorian and then really kind of added to it, especially with that overwash. Flooding. So you want to make sure you want to check AccuWeather.com. We'll have his videos, but cars being buried in sand, sand up to uh, houses. And by the way, they have to get that removed, the sand. It's 250 to $300 a wow. pop to get that sand removed. And they have to wait for it to dry, of course, right. because it's so heavy. But that storm is gone. Now we have a new storm, and that's going to signal the pattern change. It is pushing into the west as we go through our Tuesday night and in the Wednesday. I don't think there's a lot of rain in Los Angeles. There'll be some showers. There'll be some rain in San Diego. I think the big rain is going to be across the southwest. Phoenix, Flagstaff, over toward Albuquerque over the next couple of days. Snow levels about 6,000 feet. You get above 7,000 feet. You're talking about a foot of snow. Mm. And that system will then only slowly move across the southwest. And, and Dean, there's actually two systems. Yeah, there's two things the upper I'm watching, low, right, yeah, right. The upper low off of Baja, California, and then the big trough coming into the southwest. But it's the upper low off Baja, California. That's the first storm in right. the plains. Wednesday in the Thursday. And that gives us a, a significant stripe of snow in those areas that we're looking at. And then it's up into places like the northern Great Lakes and the upper Midwest. And then there's a piece that comes behind that. Yeah. It's a little sneaky thing. And we've been kind of struggling on the position of that. 
you know, one of the things we look at, uh, we're getting ready for Penn State and Ohio State, and I think half the uh, college football world is. Mm-hmm. Huge game. And the question is, does it rain there or not? Or is that second piece a little bit farther south? And then does that come up into the eastern seaboard and give us a storm that could produce some rain and maybe some inland snow and sleet and slush for Saturday, Saturday night? Yeah, I think it could be messy. The initial front moves from east to west Thursday night into Friday. It'll bring some rain, then it stalls. And then on Saturday, you have the upper low. That is the system that will be coming across California Wednesday to Thursday. Then that runs east. That will promote a storm along that boundary Saturday. And then that storm maybe moves up along the boundary. That's where the problems could be. I suspect that would be east of Columbus. I think it's mostly mid-Atlantic and northeast. We'll see. We'll see. But that's going to be the forecasting challenge this weekend. Until then... The big story is, for much of the country, we're going to finally get some milder air. Out of the thaw. But it comes with a price. Yeah, it does. And that's going to be clouds and some rain. Yeah, and, you know, we saw some problems from that kind of warm-up already. Uh, Freezing fog is something that uh, (laughs) we we, we dealt with that here in the uh, State College area here on this Tuesday morning. They had some of it around uh, places like uh, Detroit here this morning. So when you've got this cold that's been kind of in for about a week, it doesn't want to give up and especially wants to stay right at the surface so the warm air rides over top of it we get the fog and then we had some icy spots we could see that again in some of the inland spots but you know as we get to that I, does does the one storm that's coming up through the middle of the country the early one rob some of the energy from the second piece or does the second piece energize i mean how does that work is it- i think I, I think the big story is is with that first storm and it's a little more complicated than just the upper level in baja california because you have another system that dives south and east behind the, uh the, that upper low coming out in the plains but by the big story is by friday there's a frontal boundary stalled out somewhere along the southeast maybe it's the midwest it could be into the mid-atlantic and northeast boundaries are places where storms form Mm -hmm. assuming you have more energy and we've got that upper low coming out of the southwest friday and the saturday it's gonna form a storm along that boundary the question is is where's the boundary and is there enough cold air Mm -hmm. west of the boundary that not only are we talking rain but some snow I think that's a possibility Saturday and the Saturday night. If you'd ask me now, where would that snow be? Interior well, New certainly England. certainly well west and north of the I-95. Right. I think it would be, it could be western parts of Pennsylvania, yeah. Pittsburgh, toward Buffalo. North and west of 495 in, in uh, Boston yeah, area. Well west of there. I yeah. think it's interior sections of the northeast. But I think that's the thing to watch for. I don't think we're looking at a dry weekend right now yeah. because that boundary stalls. And it does look as though, Dean, as we move forward, just at a glance, it's an active pattern as we get into so even this weekend and the next week. Even too. though it's zonal and we're not getting the big uh, incursions of really cold air or warm air, it still stays active here because there's enough little ripples in the jet stream. Yeah, more zonal floor, flow, but that means you also have systems coming in along the West Coast. Yeah, the- and that zonal floor, you get little, rain, little dips in the jet stream that creates boundaries. And now... We got a first shot of cold. There's enough lingering cold, enough, and dry air 
that storms may have enough with it to produce some snow and ice. So it gets tricky from here on out. So even though it looks like we'll take a pause from the intense cold for a week or so across most of the lower 48, it has uh, problematic uh, situations Mm -hmm. as well here in the forecast. So let's kind of recap where we are today. That cold air starting to lift out more and more, still seeing some problems. We had the rain lift out of the northeast and up into New England here on this Tuesday midday. And uh, we're going to see some uh, problems here over the next couple of days with this storm that's kind of going to get its energy going in the southwest and head up through the uh, Rockies and into the upper plains. I think those are some of the areas in the upper Midwest that we'll see some problems as we get midweek. And then that weekend situation is something we'll watch. That's good inside information here on this Tuesday. Anything to add? I'm enjoying my hard candy. There you go. He likes his butterscotch. All right. Enjoying my candy. Today's podcast is brought to you by Quip, one of the first electric toothbrushes accepted by the American Dental Association. We have two minute timer on it that pulses every 30 seconds to remind you to switch sides. I need that reminder every day. Sonic vibrations for healthier gums and a multi use cover for brushing on the go. And I'm going to need it after finishing that hard candy. Get Quip at Quip.com slash weather. Have a great Tuesday. This has been Weather Insider for Bernie Reno. I'm Dean DeVore. Thank you for listening to today's edition of Weather Insider. If you enjoyed this AccuWeather podcast and play fantasy sports, check out Field Conditions, giving you inside information on how weather can affect your fantasy picks. New episodes every Friday. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you find your favorite shows. 